Welcome everybody to another episode of the Knights of the Round Table. And we are here ready to uh, splurge and to throw out some of the news that we have found out throughout the week. Alongside with, I am Dave D. Saint. Logan LeBeau. Gus J. Swirl, 777. And of course, your lovely Phantom's Mask. Unfortunately, Todoroki 8675309. It's not going to be here today. I forgot the number that he usually utilizes. 100 Todoroki at Todoroki with Toyoki. It's Todoroki 093. There you go. Todoroki 093. Um, he will not be here today. Unfortunately, he has stuff to do. So hopefully, he is hoping, him that, he's hoping that he'll be here next week. But uh, uh, Gus J. Swell 7777777 is going to be doing his part. Uh, and we're going to probably interfere and throw in little jokes and rhymes and giggles and all that stuff inside his, pot, his, his segment. But without further ado, let's get on this ball. Oh, and just to let you guys know that tonight we are taking part of um, the... East Windsor, we're going to Fields of Terror. Well, actually, three of us is going to Fields of Terror. Uh, next week, we will be going to uh, Brighton Asylum. So it's going to be pretty awesome. So next week, we'll be able to like give a, 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 a look. Finally, we get to do a little review on our Afterthought nice, segment. Nice. If we have time. We have. Okay. Uh, so, yes, uh, we're going to try to rush this as quick as possible so we can get uh, all the stuff that we need to talk about in one dosage. So the first movie, we're go- we're first we're going in the trailer segment, which is part of my segment. I just want to talk about Monster Hunter. What did you guys think about Monster Hunter? I would watch it just because I would like to see what they're going to do. Yes. I haven't played none of the games, but again, I would love to see what they do. Did you see the trailer for Monster Hunter? Uh, I did. It looks like a, like a, a different take on a mon- you know Monster Hunting itself, but uh, it's not something that's really my style. But I'm going to give it a chance anyway. Um, I, I personally am a fan of Paul W. S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich, but I wasn't too much of a fan of the sequels that came from Resident Evil. I did like the original Resident Evil. Then I felt like it was a prequel to the video games, but then as the movies progressed, they had all different directors, and uh, until finally t- Paul W. S. Anderson put. He decided to do uh, his own version at the end of the film um, to finish off the series. But unfortunately, it was too far gone and too out there that messed up. They pretty much chopped up the whole series. Uh, but now Netflix is redoing it. So hopefully with the two adaptations that are, excuse me, that are coming out. I'm really hoping that they stay true to the series. So I'm, uh, uh, but besides that, uh, Monster Hunter, I've never played the video game. So I mean, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews online. So I really don't know. I'm keeping my 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 opinions open. So uh, when I watch the movie, I'm actually gonna buy the video game to actually see if it follows a little bit. What do you think, Phantom's Math? Well, I guess. Um, well, me personally, you know, I'm the type of person. Like even when I was a kid. I would, you know, a movie will come out or a show will come out before the video game comes out. But now you actually have a movie that came out after the video game, and usually sometimes it doesn't work out the way it looks like. Because you know, the game comes out, it has its own storyline. When the movie follows up with it, can you guys name one movie based on a video game that has been successful? One video game movie that's been successful. Wait, like successful as how toward the fans or toward um things? toward everything? Because like, toward I the think fans, Mortal Kombat was the only one. To me, the if fan base would be the first Silent Hill. Okay, Silent Hill and Silent Hill Two was really Wait, good. Wait, it would have to be a video game first or a movie first? No, movie, uh, a first. movie that came out after the video game. Oh, like video game first. But Mortal Kombat was really good. The first and one. right now, <laughs> right now the, the 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 most recent one. 
The most recent one would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, well, that's yeah. a pretty that, good that, that, example. That, that, that would be the recent one. That would be a really good one. But Tomb Raider was actually pretty good, too. Like, um, if you follow, not the original Tomb Raiders with watch one. any of the new one was actually pretty... The sequel needs to be coming out on that one, too. Yeah, from what from what you told me. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's continue. Uh, you were talking about Shortcut. I saw this trailer a long time ago. I can't, I could barely remember, but... The, the, to me, it, it reminds me of the, the complete low budget. The whole thing looks like it's filmed in, in that train station, like that train railroad trap. So it's actually, I actually would like it. It's a group of kids who find a shortcut, shortcut home or shortcut wherever they're going. And they run into a guy on a train. He's crazy. He's, uh, looks like a monster. Looks like a werewolf to me. Cool. But they don't show where it's at. They just show eyes red, and that's it. Yeah. Did any of you guys see the trailer for Shortcut? No. You? Know, it looked interesting, but I would hold my opinion just to see the movie. <laughs> you okay? Okay. Uh, next one: The Expanse. Season 5. Now, I've never seen this series, but I actually saw this trailer. This trailer was so interesting that it made me want to watch the series. It's uh, actually to do with space and it's monsters. I thought it was like zombies in space or something, but no. Um, check it out if you haven't seen yeah, it. You haven't seen the trailer. None of you guys have seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it. When I saw season 5, I was like, ah, I haven't watched season 1 through 4, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, continuing on. Tales from the Hood 3. Now, what? this was straight to DVD. Straight to Blu-ray. I, I seen the why. first one. I the first it. one, I did not like the first one, but it's a horror movie and it's out right now for Halloween. So uh, they made a part two, which I saw, which I thought was horrendous. I was surprised that they actually invested money on doing a part three, but I can see why. It's a Blu-ray movie. Um, but did any of you guys see the trailer for that? I didn't even bother watching it because you took the words out of my mouth. Fourth yeah. one was booty. <laughs> you see? No, it doesn't really. The, 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 that, I didn't. I didn't. The they were in the part was two. done in the first one. Why would they even decide to do it? I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next movie, Truth Seekers trailer. Uh, you can talk about that. Yo, I, I, I love Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg and what's his name? The chubby I, guy. Yeah. They, all his movies to me were gold. They're like that comedy. Well, I like Shaun of the Dead. I wasn't too much a fan of Hot Fuzz. Really? Oh, Hot Fuzz. Paul, what? what? Yo, I thought that movie was, was stupid. Paul was good. Paul, Paul was, good. was good. Paul was good. Paul was great. But I love I loved all his films. And Did, it literally... Do you think that they're still... Because they've, ta- they've talked to them. They've asked them a Shaun of the Dead part too. Do you think there's still hopes for that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we got Zombieland 2, which people were like, wait, Zombie look how long, Land look how long awesome. it took. Zombieland 2 was awesome, but like people so, didn't like it as much. Of course. Cause it was such an amazing movie. Sometimes sequels don't hold that as much. But uh, if, Truth if, if Seekers. It came, if it would have came out, you know, when it was supposed to come out. I mean, out, Simon Pegg is like, he's, 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 he's big now. Yeah. Like, Truth Seekers, I, it's good that he keeps going back to his roots. It is. And I, I can't wait. I really cannot wait for this film. I can't. Did you see the trailer? No, I didn't get a chance for that one. You? Like I said, I mean. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Like I said. All right. Animaniacs, the second trailer for the new show. Yo, I don't care. I remember you posted it up. August J. Swell, 7777777 posted it up. And we were all together. And we're like, why is he posting this old crap? And then afterwards, I clicked on it. And it was the new Animaniacs and they do the, the the whole Jurassic Park thing 
And every line, I was like, oh my god, this is so funny. Yeah. I can't wait because I grew up watching the yeah, Animaniacs. Course, I, yeah. was, I wasn't really a Tiny Toons guy. I was an Animaniacs guy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, I actually made about Tiny Toons. I'm not too sure about Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons is like uh, Both, the, the uh, kids bad, of no. the Looney Toons. Like like Buster, Bu- Buster Bunny. Ba- Babs and Buster I Bunny, Montana and Max's Money, and Elvira is insane. It's bad and lucky, Dizzy Devil Ducky, Go Go's Unlucky, and I forget the other one. And he is acting acres where we did it. Yes. Something? Okay, so they, don't live in the tower they were both That's Warner nice. Brothers. They were both done by know. Warner Brothers, but one was for Fox, the other one was for Channel 11. Which was 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 uh, Animaniacs. Animaniacs. It's time for Animaniacs, and we're saying it to the max. All right, continue us. Continuing on, did you guys by any chance check out the teaser trailer for Pennyworth season two? No, I haven't watched season one. Trailers. I saw a little bit of it. It looks uh, pretty interesting. I am definitely going to see it because I definitely saw Pennyworth season one. You think it's Um, worth seeing? Yeah, the show's good. I think think the show came up with the Pennyworth. Um, series first before Gotham. Well, the thing is, is that that's how they came out with uh, Pennyworth, because they weren't. They were thinking about what are we gonna do next after they finish Gotham, because the same people who did Gotham exactly uh, did this, and then said. they were like, they were like, well, well, why don't we make a show based on? Because remember, they they spoke about in Gotham that Alfred was part of the military, so they're like, why don't we do something on Alfred? And they were like, all right, let's explore into it. But um, you know, there's so much stuff like. Uh, um, you find out that uh, you find about Martha, Martha Wayne and, and Thomas Wayne. They were both part of like the the um, like cop. They were not cops. They were like part of the CIA Which and all that stuff. Not, yeah, I, think, I think I think I think and freaking even Martha Wayne ends up like having a thing with Alfred. Like she ends up kissing him and all that stuff. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And the thing is that the Martha thing is Wayne that, falls into this sex slave uh, 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 thing. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But now, serious? but now you're having a whole different, different side of this particular Batman story, yeah. as opposed to what we used to have back when uh, Michael Keaton was Batman. You know, and and uh, even the comics before. So it's it's, it's whole difficult. We're able and to as you explore. said, explore in, in a darker way. And even what you just mentioned before is like now they're having. It's like they're running out of ideas of what to do. Okay. Well, they so can. We, they keep. So we finish with the Batman story. Now, what's oh we could do uh, Alfred. Oh, mm-hmm. well, hey, maybe the next one could be the Riddler. You'll never know. It's like Supergirl. <laughs> the Supergirl, we barely know anything about her besides what the comics say. So when they made the show, they explored into it and they made lesbians and gays and transvestes and all this different stuff in this whole new series. So you can, you know, the, as far as the, the sky is, you know, the sky's the limit where they could come up with different stories. Because we don't really know much about Martha Wayne and, uh, and Thomas Wayne. I mean, we find out later, later on in different things, but right off at the beginning, we don't know much, you know? All right, I'll save my thoughts for the afterthoughts. All righty, so uh, moving on. Barbarians, the trailer. What the heck is going on outside? Fireworks? Barbarians, the trailer. So this show looks like it's a show that's from another country. So uh, it's uh, obviously based on, like, history and all that stuff. Did any of you guys get to check out that trailer? It reminds me a little bit of that that show, uh, Rome. Rome? Rome. Okay. Mixed with... Game of Thrones. Rome. Rome. It's a show. Oh, Rome. And did you guys find? Did you guys know that they are actually working? Netflix is working on a series of for Conan the Barbarian. Oh my God! Really? Conan the Barbarian. Yes, they're actually making. They're making a Netflix series. Yeah, it was. 
with uh, no sorts. Well, they want they, they still want to make King Conan, but you're talking about what's his name, Jason Momoa. And that movie flopped horrendously. But they actually they don't want the character to just d- disappear into like the abyss. They want to take it out, but in a good way. You know, like Daredevil. They didn't want uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil to be the defining uh, uh, version of Daredevil. They were like, no, we got to redo this. Um, so they remade Daredevil and um, they did it on, on Netflix and they made it a freaking must-watch series. And then from there they were like, oh, let's continue. And they popped up all these other characters that I never even knew existed. Uh, continuing on, The Simpsons Forever trailer. I guess this is season 32. And um, all, 30 seasons. all 30 seasons, but the next one is uh, The Simpsons Forever trailer. Any of you guys see that? The Simpsons, all, uh, the one on Disney Plus that's coming. Yes. Out? Oh no, man! I, I it looks like it's just gonna be. Yeah, really, how really long cool. has this show been going? Thirty-two years. Wow! Man. Yeah, it's my. Crazy. It's it's. I don't uh, even think that's the longest ever streaming show. I mean, when was the longest? Like the Twilight Zone? Sim- no, Twilight Zone is over with. It just came back. But um, uh, there was another series that lasted for a very very long time called uh, uh, uh dark, what was that movie? Dark Sky? No. The one with uh, the, they made a movie with um, Johnny Depp. Uh, the he's a vampire. 20, oh, never mind. But he was a vampire. <laughs> oh dark, my god! Dark, dark shadows. Dark shadows. They had a show that lasted from like the 30s all the way up to like the 80s. That was forever. Like Doctor Who. Doctor Who's been going on since nine uh, since since it's the dawn of Doctor Who left and came back. Yeah. Man. Well, the same thing with Dark Shadows. All right, continuing on. Now that we spoke about Simpsons Forever trailer, did you guys see the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, the next Halloween adaptation to nice, The Simpsons? Yeah. Yes, it was uh, pretty much a, a group of stories all bunched in together yeah, like uh, for The Simpsons, pretty much like all the other um, haunted house, whatever. Continuing on, The Empty Man. Did you guys see the trailer? For I saw that. You know, I did not know. This is a horror movie. I did not know Disney helped. With that movie, yeah, well, they're, really try, they're trying to uh, so it's, it's they're trying to spin off because they're 20th Century Studios. Yeah, right? 20th and Century that belongs Studios to Disney. Owned by Disney. I, yo, I, that's, this is their first attempt, so I, I would love to see this. Yes. When's it coming out? Uh, I think now, right? It's, it's already out. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's just Halloween. Well, I don't think I think it might just go to streaming sites, being that nothing's really coming out in the theaters. Is the question is is Disney changing? Well, yeah. I mean, they've incorporated homosexuality in their movies and in their, in their shows. So obviously, um, they, one of the rated R things that people were like, okay, is Deadpool gonna be done right with Disney, or are they gonna make it family friendly? And they were like, no, we're sticking with the rated R thing. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna go into the uh, the whole thing. I mean, this, this is the longest one. Yeah, 32 years. Now, uh, now if Disney did uh, Daredevil. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and all those shows were gory and cursing a lot. So they've been changed. All right, continuing on. Uh, bobbleheads. Did you guys see the trailer for no, Bobbleheads? I have bobbleheads. You know, no. The first time I've ever seen a bobblehead in an act, in, like, in a movie was. Ever seen a movie? Are we are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only thing I've seen, and honestly, it just didn't. After seeing the trailer for it, I don't know. You see the trailer for Bobbleheads? I did. It's uh, it was it was cute, you know, a bunch of bobbleheads come to life and everything. But the first time I ever saw bobbleheads actually moving were um in the movie Night at the Museum I'm, when they were the uh, yeah, when, they, when they were the Einsteins. Yeah, so I guess because they did the movie with the bubble, I would think I think marketing wise, 
I think bobbleheads are like like not making that much. So I guess with yeah. this movie, it's gonna skyrocket. skyrocket especially with the kids, you know. I think he can watch that with his son, and his son will get a kick out of He's it. Friend, yeah, it's bobbleheads. They have bobbleheads, and they like it's CGI. They even have Cher in there. Do you believe in life after love? Yeah, oh it was God. funny that they popped her in there. And the last uh, uh, trailer that I want to talk about is uh, Clouds. Coming oh, to Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Okay. That actually looks good. From the girl, the girl from um, uh, Girl Meets World, uh, the the okay, blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the only one actually breaking out and doing actual movies and stuff like that. I can see her doing like, but this movie is more of a serious. I think it's going to be one of it's going to be one of those movies that makes you cry because the guy's sick and he has some kind of like disease or whatever the case. And um, it just it just uh, looks like a tearjerker. Did any of you guys see the trailer for that? Clouds? Uh, Clouds. I mean, it's just so many things to watch on Disney Plus. They release some new trailers. No, but I posted up the trailers I, online. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen from the thumbnail of it, it looks like um, definitely like a love story for oneself. So yeah. I don't know. It's worth checking out. I'm going to see it with my son, of course. It's on Disney Plus, so why not? Okay. Alrighty. So, um, so without further ado. And I'll thank myself for that, uh, uh, the first segment, which was the trailers. And now, without further ado, we will be moving on to our Marvel, Disney, Sony uh, segment. And it will be um, done by yours truly, Gus J. Swole, 777777777. How you guys doing today? So, uh, first set of news. Fortnite has added Daredevil to their roster of skins, and people are asking, how is it that Fortnite has more Marvel characters than the Avengers video game? Uh, we're looking at you, Square Enix, so step up your game, please. I know we were supposed to get, uh, what's her name, Hawkeye's uh, protege, but, you know, it got delayed, so we're going to see what happens. But uh, on to the next set, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Set photos were released on Twitter by a, you know, we're not going to uh, disclose his name. Uh, but the set photos are depic depicting Bucky, Sam Wilson, who is the Falcon, and Baron Zemo teaming up together. So what's that about? The, the antagonist and the protagonist teaming up? So I don't know if there's an actual big or bad coming that we don't know about that they haven't teased yet. Next, Spider-Man Miles Morales the video game finally introduces the Daily Bugle. Along with this, we have gameplay of Miles Morales facing off against uh, Spider-Man's longtime enemy, the Rhino. Do I like the suit? No, I don't. It was great facing off, uh, facing him off in Spider-Man for PS4. I don't know what you guys thought about it, but I don't know. I kind of like the, the the Rhino, who's more of an actual strength, not a mechanical suit, like from the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, why did they go again with the next? I don't know. I think it's a mistake, but. Maybe eventually he transforms well, himself. Supposedly into, it looks but, way better than having Paul Giamatti stuck in a suit. Right, right. What do you think? Uh, I'm not too sure about that, but um, well, we we also heard about Spider Cats. I don't know if you what, what you guys think. I've heard some people hating this idea. But, spider Pig was the best. Look, That's it. We're looking for that. No, you've heard into Spider Ham. No, Be, Spider Ham. So Spider Pig. From The Simpsons. How do you not forget that? Oh, Spider. Oh, oh my God. Spider, the one who walks on the ceiling. No, no. Anyways, I, I love the idea of Spider Cat doing team-up moves with Miles Morales. That see? looks amazing. I, I, I saw know. the thing. Yeah, it looks it, amazing. I, I, I think it's cool carrying around in his backpack with a little mask and everything. <laughs> you know what? The, That's his cool. Outfit, that outfit looked, remind me of um, Tom Holland's outfit. 
Which butter. You, oh, it does, doesn't yeah. it? I didn't see it that way, but it actually does. You're right. So, are Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider and Spider Man set to appear in next year's Spider Man Three? As of now, it has not been confirmed yet. But is it a possibility? Most definitely. Uh, Who was that? I think Marvel Studios or Disney Studios posted on their Twitter explaining that it has not been confirmed yet. Okay, so that that's not a no, guys. That's not a no. So well, I don't know. Here's to hoping. Here's the thing to hoping. is, it is so supposed to be built up to that. They're not just that's a speculation. I, I, I like the idea of building up. Right. I mean, but I wouldn't mind a tease of it. Somehow teasing yeah. them. I mean, they've already been teasing it through trailers. Yeah, you just see. Stuff. Remember, we we have Spider-Man and the Doctor Strange movie that are gonna be like combined almost. So, so we'll uh, see what, what I understand. WandaVision is gonna start it. Yeah. So Did you see a picture of? Uh, uh, Doctor Strange looking through a portal and you see Wolverine like this. That would be amazing. Out. Yo, I, I just can't wait for this movie. It's going to be epic, man. It's going to be epic. Also, Iron Fist and Luke Cage from Netflix have officially reached the end of their two-year non-competitive contract, which in turn allows Disney to use these two characters in the MCU films. And we all know that would be amazing. And another route that they could take is uh, extending their shows through seasons... Uh, I would be, it would be seasons three and three for each of those shows. Either way, it would be, it would be great. I don't know what you guys thought about... Hired? I mean, they did kind of a, a, a small version of that on Luke Cage and Iron Fist, but who's to know? Here's to just hoping. So, uh, next set of news, we also have, uh, what's her name? Uh, you, you, we the fans know, of, of course, about this casting for a long time. But WandaVision star Tayona Paris has finally publicly spoken about her role as Monica Rambeau. She spoke with Kelly Carter and also explained how she became, uh, how she came about becoming an actress. And that she's always thought about this. And she says, and I quote, This has always been a childhood dream of mine, to be a Marvel hero. I can even, re even remember always saying, I've always wanted to be a superhero. So, like, props to her. That's the kind of people we need playing superheroes and characters in the MCU. Woo! Okay, next set of news. Marvel Studios has officially began moving their crew and set to San Francisco to film Shang-Chi. The next set of Shang-Chi scenes will be filmed in San Francisco. So, here's to expecting and hoping for some awesome set photos to be late. Okay, that's all I have for this week, guys. Next, 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 next. Oh, yes. Tatiana Maslany, am I pronouncing that correctly? She denies that she's been cast as Marvel She-Hulk. But how how can this be? If if Mark Ruffalo posted about it, uh, posted about it, saying congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. So what kind of news is this? I think we, it might be just uh, a misleader. Yo, I don't know what's going on, but I think she's just trying to throw us off or like play with the studios or something. But I, I was excited for her as uh, as She-Hulk because in Orphan on BBC she was amazing. She was amazing, man, and and I love the idea of her being She-Hulk. But oh, uh, you know, who's to know what's going to happen? Who's what's going to happen? Uh, David, do you have anything else? I heard something about Star Wars. Everybody. All right, so Star Wars, uh, Pedro Pascal and John Favreau are just making the Mandalorian movie. While the two characters are anchoring Luke Lucasfilm's flagship series for the streaming service, showrunner John Favreau star. Pedro Pascal are fielding questions about a possible jump to the big screen. Star Wars The Mandalorian is already gearing up for season 3 on Disney+. Plus. But what are the chances the character would get his own movie somewhere down the line? Favreau and Pascal recently spoke with Variety about that possibility, though they don't provide a definitive answer. But both provide a hope for fans that want to see Mando get a spin-off movie in the future. The line is blurring now explain Favreau. 
things that are that would I mean sorry things that you would have only seen in the movie theater you're seeing on streaming and I think it could go the other way as well so pretty much everything that you would actually see because it is true through streaming sites we are actually reaching the quality of a film yeah of a theater film so it's like beyond um beyond what we expect seeing on tv the the i mean disney plus netflix uh hulu uh, uh apple tv all these sites are actually investing big bucks to make movies plus a lot of people think that the theaters are going out of business 100 right, right, yeah. so that would be the next logical especially step especially now with disney reopening that um that branch that they had that they want to completely go straight for streaming. Everything yeah. that whole branch is gonna be working on everything streaming. Well, so we'll see what's gonna happen, man. But, but, but didn't he leave the series? Uh, supposedly he but he already shot the third the third season. Supposedly he's just gonna do voiceover. So we don't really know. We only get tidbits, nuggets of what Disney Might lets us. Okay, gotcha. Right so. Uh, Disney investors, er, Disney investor urges company to move Marvel, Marvel's Black Widow to streaming. Uh, top Disney investor wants to the the company's movies with blockbuster potential, including Marvel Studios' twice delayed Black Widow to bypass movie theaters for streaming premiere on Disney Plus. Days before the Walt Disney Company announced uh, restructuring that would immediately shift its primary focus, uh, streaming via its. Disney Plus, ESPN, and Hulu platforms. The company sent Pixar's soul straight to streaming for Christmas Day release on Disney Plus without Mulan's $29.99 premiere access fee. So they will not be doing that anymore because they saw how much it flopped. Um, Dan Loeb, the hedge fund manager for Third Point with roughly $1 million, $1 billion sta- stake in the company, since, uh, says sending high-profile films like Black Widow to Disney Plus would attract new subscribers while retaining current customers. So they're thinking that by releasing these movies, instead of just waiting for so long, that they will bring more revenue. But uh, do you guys think that that will actually happen no, with Black Widow? No. I think Black Widow will still be. I mean, it'll bring happen. a lot of money in, but it won't bring the kind of uh, fan base that it would if the theaters were open, running at 100%. So I don't know if they're hoping for it to, people to still have that interest or they're afraid of people losing interest by the time theaters open up a few years from now. Um, and they're just trying to save money or they're just, you know, playing with it. And they, they think they're all that and just trying to make their money through Disney Plus. But I don't know. I, I would rather wait for it to come in now. Uh, come out in the movie theaters. True. I would too. True. Yeah. True. True. Uh, uh, so did you guys hear about the Babysitter's Club star? Yes. Sio Cheetah, Gomez cast in Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange too. The question is, will she be America Chavez? That's the thing. Nobody really knows because they haven't released any information on it yet. That's the cool thing. But she I, is I, casting. I, I, uh, do you even know how to pronounce her name? Zia, no, Zia, I couldn't no, pronounce Zia Chitel Gomez. Not that either. Don't worry. Right, I'm sorry for butchering it. So yeah, Sorry, Zia Chitel. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Avengers delays PS5, Xbox Series X versions. The next-gen versions of Marvel Avengers have been delayed and will not launch alongside the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, Square Enix, and Crystal Dynamics announced this week the game 
the game was previously confirmed for the new consoles with the enhanced version said to be ex- available when the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 launched. But that next version, that next gen version will now be launching sometime next year. Marvel's Avengers owners planning on getting the PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X will still be able to play the game via a backwards compatibility, though, and can still look forward to free upgrades when the next gen versions are available. Scott Amos, the head of studio, uh, the head of the studio at Crystal Dynamics, addressed the delay of the next gen versions of the game in the latest state of the game update. After discussing other changes made in the Marvel's Avengers timeline, Amos said that the the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S versions of the game will now be releasing this year. What were you gonna say? Because I saw you going. Ah! I think they realized they fucked up. <clears throat> and they pushed it back to add more stuff to it. Right, yeah, to add more replay value to it. They yeah, have to. I, I think this that's is, this nice. is one of the biggest things. So for and, them not to do that. But how are they gonna maintain the interest for it coming out next year? Like, are they gonna just say nothing until next year? You think, or are they gonna I, tease I think, us? I think, now I think the only way they could do it is releasing DLC now. It has to be. And otherwise, people free. are just gonna forget about Release it. Release it. One major person free. Uh, that would that would because I'm gonna be honest with you right now. That's that, that's the only way they can keep it. Because if, yeah. if you what is it, 11, 15 bucks for people from now. I know. And for a new storyline with it, it's crazy. It's, it's gonna be hell. <clears throat> Avengers messed up a little bit, just for the game wise. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, uh, everything has. It's like like everybody. Oh no. Okay. Everybody thinks that um. Everybody thinks that the new PlayStation 5 is going to have bugs. So um, you're going to have those situations happen. Yep. So uh, we want to thank um, Gus J. Swell 777777 for his news on the Marvel, Disney, Sony, um, you know, section of our podcast. And um, thank you. Good job. Um, so now that thank you again for uh Gus J Swirl 77 and the Marvel segment of uh our podcast. Now we're moving to the WBDC segment of our podcast, and we will be having uh Phantom's Mask alongside with Logan LeBeau delivering the beautiful messages of WBDC. In you go, Animaniac. The second trailer was released and it was good. It was awesome. Uh, it was real that they have a new look, even though the new look is still the same as the old look. Only difference is brighter colors, more animation, better background. The background was amazing in this. Mm-hmm. And it's, and yeah, basically it was like it was watching it in the theater. It was it awesome. Was amazing. And I can't wait. It's, it, it is and literally the a thing. Comedy. The comedy oh, in this yeah. is more like a little more ranchier, and more which was ranchier, or ranchier, ranchier. Let's go ranchier because okay. it tastes better. But yeah, I can't. I wait. just hope that they don't go the adult route. I think that no, I think I, they should just no, stay the way they I think were. I have a funny feeling they might go the Family Guy route. Okay, that's what I think they're gonna do. I love the, the which uh, which is like, good. Cause family Guy is already nineteen seasons. Like I, so, I love know. I love the little trailer that they did with the whole Jurassic Park thing again. Yep, that they they used every line from Jurassic Park explaining them. That was so funny. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the Batman released a few set photos, which can only mean one thing. Yes, it's back in full production. Carmine Falcone reveals his space scars, as well as Selena Kyle in funeral gear. And very much inspired by long by the long Halloween. Well, having that been said, 
you know, with the set photos. I mean, I think maybe they have done it before in the past and maybe they have, you know, said it now. You know, basically saying, hey, you know, we're, we're in production. Uh, here are some new photos, which probably be from the past, uh, just to get everybody on the ball rolling about, hey, you know, Batman's coming on. And speaking speak of set photos, which we, they, they showed a photo of, of, of um, Penguin. There's a better picture of him in those set photos. So that, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, it actually looks like a video game base. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I can't wait. And also, speaking of photos as well, Suicide Squad has released also some photos, which hinting toward Bane might be coming back. If he comes back. Well, come, coming yeah. into this world. Yes, yeah. I mean, the but colors the, the, of the... Of the, the of question the, is, will he come back bulky or the Tom Hardy version? No, I want to no, see... No, no, no. I want to see the... I, uh, That'll be that'll be the way to see. Do you have the colors there? The red, yellow, and blue hanging in the building. So we gotta see that one, uh, which is also the in Panama, the Panama flag, as well. Uh, well, it's not the Panama flag. It, it, they're, they're, the movie is being shot in Panama, but it's uh, uh, the flag to uh, represent Santa Prisca, Prisca, or whatever. Or is it wait? Santa see, it's not the Santa Panama Prisca. flag. Yeah, Santa Prisca, which is a fictional, uh, Bain's which home. is Bane's home. Yeah. So that's so why wait. people are speculating that maybe we're gonna get uh, a Bane. But isn't the the Batgirl with the you know the the, the Arkham Knights? Uh, was it? Yeah, Arkham Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Sorry, isn't the Gotham Knights like a different like a different universe? Uh, universe. Because yeah. oh, what what it is in that game is instead of her being paralyzed forever, which is what she what is. Wait, she she. What was just talking about Bane? Yeah, we went from Bane oh, to so that. Oh, so you just... Okay, that's a segue. Okay. It's a segue, yeah. But now, we go, we're going to talk, we're gonna so talk about... Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Back to me. Uh, hi, guys. How are you? Okay, so detailed still of uh, the bad girl for Gotham Knights has been released. The streamlined design definitely features some of uh, bad girls of uh, Burnside inspirations, uh, especially in the gauntlets and the shoes. While the bodysuit holds more similarities to her ba- um, to her black and gold suit when Barbara took up the Batgirl mantle once more a few years ago, the mask actually looks a bit like Barbara's current look, which is gray, yellow, and blue. Though WB has said you'll be able to customize a tw- and tweak your character costumes throughout the game, so this isn't you know only the looks but you, you also get you know the whole game her. you know you know change everything you know like maybe maybe it could be like just like the avengers you know her fighting styles and whatnot but let's see what happens you can bulk them up you can change them around which is pretty cool because you don't just stay with one particular thing you don't have you you just earn i mean with even the even the arkham knights series i mean you were still able to change suits around on a lot but they were given to you they were given to you by alfred wasn't it no. all righty continuing on and in Black Adam, if I'm saying the name wrong, I am so sorry. Marwan Kenzari, right? Kenzari is being looked at the role as Sabak. Oh, so, who's Marwan Kenzari? Um, Hazaz Kenzari is he was the uh, Legends of Tomorrow. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Marwan Kenzari. I'm asking you. I didn't even put it up here. Uh, Marwan Kenzari was uh, from Aladdin. He played. He portrayed Jafar. Jafar. Did I put it up there? Yeah, he played Jafar in Aladdin, and he's the guy who's Marwan Kazari. Sorry about he's that. He's great. Yeah, but you, post- you posted Zari's from Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, character. no. Um, Zari's another version that they will put on Legend of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, he- okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And then you have um, 
they're having this girl's name is Sarah Shahi. 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 Sarah Shahi. I gotta learn English, people. Yeah. Uh, these are these are has been cast uh, as a professor. So as a professor for the Renaissance in Kanda. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is a professor who is the leader in a resistance in Kandak. Kandak. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Kandak, people. I'm yeah, sorry. This is where Black Adam and yeah. Shazam's uh, eternal yeah. soul comes from. So we'll see. It's, you know, casting and everything is being you know, pushed forward even though there's no release date. You know so what we'll I just see. realized? That Marwan Kanzari is a man. But in Legends of Tomorrow, they made, her, made him into a female. This is a fun fact. Zari is from Legends of Tomorrow. It's an, ad- an adaptation of the character. Oh wow! I never realized. Yeah, that. I just realized that right now. I I wrote it down, but I didn't know that. Marwan Kanzari is a man, and they're gonna make it into a male. I mean, with the whole switcheroos. Sure the same character. That's what they said. That's what I wrote. That I, what I read on the on the on the mm-hmm. on the. On the um, I think it was comicbook.com, and then obviously. With them, move forward. It's kind of weird. With the, with even though there's no release date, they're still yeah. casting. They're still doing all this. So I can't wait. Black Adam is moving forward. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. So correct me if I'm wrong. Although uh, although Black Noir was closed to death in the Boys season two, he still lives to fight another day. Showrunner confirmed season three. Begins filming early 2021. And uh, 2020. Sorry, <laughs> I wrote it backwards. You said. And then the funny thing, is, from what I heard, is going to be more, more raunchier. And this is going to take place. Supposedly, the last one was kind of like a. Uh, um, they were doing a spoof on the Civil War. Yeah. And now the new one is going to be a spoof on Avengers. Avengers versus. So that yo. Like, but you know what? I like how they almost killed Black Noir. Yeah. Black Noir. It actor who plays him has a peanut allergy in real life, so they um, use it. They used it as his kryptonite. And it's so funny because cool. he never talks, but he's no. such a kick-ass character. Yeah. And since that's also filming early January, we also also filming Peacemaker, going under the name Script Scripters. Scriptures. Scriptures. It's gonna start filming in Vancouver on, in January. So, we'll so see how that goes. I think I think this is the whole thing because they don't want people already know about Peacemaker. Yeah. So if they put people, oh, John Cena does this. So if they put it under scriptures, but you just told us. Yeah. So I mean, people are still gonna go over there going crazy. The Boys season three first episode title leaked, and it is entitled Payback, which is meant to be a parody of the Avengers. So there you go. I'm sorry, I totally jumped ahead the gun. <laughs> it's okay. You spoke about Boys season three. Now I'm speaking about. Titan season three has officially begun production Woo! and set photos has been released. I still can't believe that they got this armor better for Nightwing than what we got before. Because we only got a little so. bit of the Nightwing armor from part one. Right. I mean, for the last episode. It was, it was awesome. the worst armor Batman has ever gotten. Of course. Gotham. Yeah, yeah that was bad. That uh, was, that he was, was all so skinny. Bad. He was hungry. <laughs> that was caca. That was booty. All right, DC's future st- state. Exciting news event coming in the uh, here uh, there in the comic book lines. You see, you'll see way into the future and see our heroes way down the line with some uh, some new heroes in the midst. So this is all in the comic books. All in the comic books, baby. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Well, don't worry, because DC future in the midst. Warner Brothers has future too. They're trying to bring back Wizard of Oz, Toto's point of view. Two years ago, they were trying to do this, and it was news broken out, but nothing was done. Now we're getting speculation that is being developed as an animated movie through Colin Michael's book, Toto. 
of the doggone amazing story of The Wizard of Oz, a film retelling the classic story in his point of view, the dog's point of view, Lassie. Yeah. So that's how I see it. Uh, it is. Um, Deadline has now reported that the film has found its director, two-time Tony-nominated Tony director Alex Timbers. He's trying to bring this to the big screen, which I think would be a good take because Wizard of Oz does good in the big screen. I don't All think, the films I mean, did with good. this pandemic, I don't think it's going to get there. Of course. Um, right now, Timbers also has hands in t television as well as previously developed and executive produced Mozart in the Jungle for Amazon. As well as directing with John McCauley. Did he like a bunch of awards? Pro I think so. Yeah, I heard about it. And then you have John Mulally's stand-up special, Kid Gorgeous in Radio City. So we can't wait. I, to, I would love to see Toto's point of view. Only because Toto. It, it, in the movie, the original movie, he wasn't really there that much. Are you talking Someone, about the great and the, powerful Oz? Yeah. Which was the story of the Oz? Yeah. So I would um, love to see Toto's point of view, even though he wasn't really there. <laughs> Toto. Alrighty, moving on. Alright, so Wonder Woman's 1984 director's not confident but hopeful about Christmas release date. Wonder Woman 1984 director Patty Jenkins said that when it comes to the release date of the Wonder Woman sequel, she quotes, I don't think anybody can be confident of anything right now. Jenkins was recently going, um, going. Uh, yeah, recently doing an interview regarding her Wonder Woman 1984 star uh, Pedro Pascal, who plays the DC uh, villain Maxwell Lord in the film. When she was asked about the um, how the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic um, may threaten, uh, may th <laughs> obviously, yeah, may threaten Wonder Woman's 1984 plan, uh, Christmas release date. It's a fair question and response from Jenkins, as the movie theater industry has been, you know, tearing on the edge of ruin in the last few weeks. Uh, here's the the full quote of the exchange of of Patty Jenkins had with the uh, with the Verity regarding Wonder Woman's 1984 release date. She says, and I quote. I don't think anybody can be confident of anything right now. We just don't know what the course of COVID is, uh, you know, is, is going to be like. The trade, um, the trade notes that Jenkins said, she's very hopeful about Wonder Woman 1984, uh, still arriving on Christmas. Um, also said that it it feels uh, totally possible to me. Uh, having that been said, it's just um, it's just what's what's really killing it right now. It's. Uh, not only just the release dates and having to be pushed everything because of COVID, but now with AMC's having to, you know, like be on the brink of, you know, like bankrupt and whatnot because nobody's actually going to the movies. We don't know what's going to happen for the future movie industries. I'm running out the movie theaters. I don't care. Speaking of future industries, we have Michael B. Jordan. He's going to be the producer for Static Shock. Woo! I heard about that. That's awesome. Static Shock, which was announced a couple of weeks ago uh -huh. that they were looking into making the movie now it's on friday they announced that they were nice him cool. alongside renald hudlin i'm saying his name correct reynolds Re 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 i don't even know he uh they're they're long time original reginald there you go oops i said it wrong. sorry again <laughs> reynold uh, it is quoted saying, I am proud to be part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that, which is true. Black Panther did a lot, a lot for the community. And this will be the next thing, I think. I DC's. Know, It'd be DC's. Because you still have the, um, you know, Miles Morales. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Miles Morales is Marvel. So for DC. So for DC, it'll be, it'll be him. Oh, yeah. It'll be him. It'll be him. Yeah. That's pretty cool how they brought and, it back. And to make it that. even better, it'll be a teenage kid doing it. So it'll be even better. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we all know how great Stargirl was. Yeah. And that was all teenagers. And it also quoted, Outlaw Society Wait, is committed. Static Shock used to be a cartoon. No, no, no. I'm oh, saying the, the new movie. One. Yeah, it's a movie. The movie's going to be a movie. Yeah. Okay, great, great. Committed to bringing life diverse comics across. All platforms, we are excited to partner with Reggie and Warner Brothers in this initial, initial step, which is awesome. I, I really can't wait for Static Shock. I cannot wait. Cool. That's a great show. That was a great show. So I, I can't, can't wait. wait for this. That's going to be awesome. Cool. All right. So, uh, Superman and Lois star confirms filming begins next week. Last week brought a report which indicated that the CW Superman and Lois could begin filming sometime this week. Turns out that that was somewhat, you know, true. As uh, as series stars um, Elizabeth Tullock, if I if I pronounce her name, I'm, you know, improper. I apologize. Uh, had has confirmed that some filming thing, uh, is taking place this week, but that proper production on the series will take place next week. Earlier today, Tullock uh, posted a photo on Instagram, which prompted uh, a fan to ask if the filming was actually taking place this week. The actress replied, and I quote, screen tests today, tomorrow green uh, uh, green screen stuff, and officially start next week. You can find some screenshots below along with the uh, other you know, posts made by Tullock showing off the trailers for the titles, uh, for the title characters um, on her social media. So Superman is getting ready to start shooting. I'm gonna say Supergirl is on his way out, and Superman is going. Do you think Supergirl will join with them? Oh, of course. She's gonna be uh, have. A, she's gonna be cameoing throughout Kinda the like entire Constantine series. Constantine ended up and popping. Yeah, up. Uh, yeah. Just like uh, what's his name? Superman's. Uh, what's his name? The actor's name who appeared on Supergirl. He was always always doing cameos on the TV show. So why not vice versa? It's gonna he, be cool. Dean King. Yes, yes, the guy from Team One. The father. And to be sad or good news, depends on how you want to take it, I see it as sad news because I can't seem to play anybody else. Grant Austin. Gustin. Grant Gustin. Gustin wants to play a different superhero. After oh, he's done with man. The Flash. No, to me, he's always I can't, Flash. I can't, I can't see it. I can't see that. It's, it's and crazy, man. The last bit of the news. Oh, yes. Uh, many fans were dreaming about it. But now the fact... Um, fact is that Netflix The Sandman started production has become reality. Neil Gaiman, um, the mind behind the the whole comic book series, took to Twitter to announce the good news. It took years for the people involved in the series to reach a deal, but the camera started rolling last Thursday. Woo! Let's go! Nice. So, let's see what happens with the is Sandman. Is this Sandman part of the uh, Swamp Thing universe and Constantine yep. and all them guys? So it's the little by little. The Dark, the dark yes. Justice League. Yeah. Little by little. Little by little. We're going to get that. Word. Yeah. That is awesome. And that is the segment of WBDC. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Logan LeBeau. Thank you, Phantom's Mask, oh, for an awesome... pleasure aw- to give my fans what they need from CWC. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, you got more? Well, one thing. If anybody saw the picture that we talked about just now, that they really set photos of the Batman, there was hints on one poster that was on the wall. There was a hint on the anarchy symbol was in the logo. Oh, yes. yes. 
and also a flash symbol was on that logo as oh well. Oh my god. And they released uh, Superman and Wonder Woman costumes because it was a Halloween party. So okay. you know they're in the universe. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, the people, if you watch the animated series, yeah. the Gothic Corp. Gotham Corp is, um, is, is, is uh, a corporation that was helped funding Victor Freeze's research for his wife. Oh, for Nora. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I, 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 can't, I, I can't wait. The little hints are there. And you and spotted the three crazy. claws on Carmine Falcone's yes. face? He mentioned it. Yeah, that, that's the story of Long Halloween. Did you guys look into that story? He mentioned Yo, it. Yo, that is going to be sick if they adapted it that way. Like, <laughs> that's going to be insane. You saw the movie? Yo, it's going to be insane, man. Alrighty. Thank you guys so much. That is the end of our WBDC, and we're moving on to... Alrighty, everybody, and um, now that we are done with WBDC and um, Marvel, we are moving to our news and entertainment um, segment of our podcast. Uh, so, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are reteaming to do Cleopatra the film based on the real story. Will it be a four-hour running movie like it was the original? People are, aren't really liking the choice of Gal Gadot to play Cleopatra, which is pretty crazy because Cleopatra, um, Gal Gadot is really, really beautiful, but people are actually calling her bland looking, and um, maybe she's not really the descent that Cleopatra is, but the thing is, Cleopatra wasn't even the descent that she was supposed to be. She was uh, Macedonian, and she was in Egypt, so it really doesn't make sense, but yeah, Patty Jenkins and uh, Gal Gadot are teaming up again to do that movie, which is probably going to be an epic uh, bullets are going on off outside. Alrighty, so we want to wish John Cena and his new wife, uh, Shay Shiratsidei, I don't know, I guess I'll just call her Shay Cena, uh, congratulations because they got married in a private little ceremony. Congratulations! Good job keeping it on the low. Keep it on the low. Continuing on. Uh, Peacemaker got married. Uh, Mad Max's next installment set to star Anya Taylor-Joy as Furiosa. So no more, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the girl's name from, um, from Furiosa, from Mad Max? I forgot her name. Okay, blanket. No. Huh? No. The real-life girl. The woman. I forgot her name. All right. Uh, well, she's not going to be in the movie anymore. Uh, this is a prequel. This is a prequel. This is going to be way before, uh... And uh, so Chris Hemsworth and Yaya Mantine Abdul II will be also in the movie. Uh, it is a prequel written by George Miller and probably won't have Tom Hardy as Mad Max. So that pretty sucks because Tom Hardy, I mean, come on. Mad Max has always been the focus of this, uh, this series of movies. Continuing on, like I said before, Conan the Barbarian series coming. Netflix has put in developing an epic live action series based on Conan, the iconic sword and sorcery character created by Robert E. Howard. I have learned, I hear the project from Frederick Malmberg and Mark Wheeler's Pathfinder Media is the first in the deal between Netflix and Conan Properties uh, International, owned by Malberg's Cabinet Entertainment. The pact gives Netflix the exclusive option to acquire rights to the Conan literally, literary library and develop works across TV and film, both live action and animated. 
Continuing on, Eddie Murphy's Coming to America moves from Paramount to Amazon Studios. In a deal with roughly over $125 million, it is expected to stream December 18. Now, what, what was the budget on the original movie? How much did they make out of that? Look that up. Uh, yeah. uh, this was back in the day, so you got to remember. I guess, but still, I mean, like Amazon Prime, like you have others other streaming services but out of all streaming services like Netflix or you know, Hulu or whatever you know Amazon Prime I don't know See you. you know I, I have the bundle where like Hulu, Disney and ESPN and all that but it's like why do we have to get another well I got Amazon for? so it's whatever I don't care uh, uh, you have it then we'll have to watch it with but, you but the thing is uh, <laughs> we have we also have the unmentionable mentionables so yeah. it doesn't really matter alright continue on James Bond Daniel Craig replacement has not yet been found they are going to wait for Craig's tenure to truly be over with before they go on forth with the new Bond yeah cause a lot of people's like oh, who's gonna be the new Bond it's like the dude hasn't even finished it it's like you die and then already they found your replacement it's like dude at least let him get buried <laughs> you know which is pretty crazy Continuing on, Dexter is returning. Michael C. Hall reprising uh, his role. Dexter showrunner says revival is in season nine, but more of a second finale for the show. So I'm thinking this is just a uh, like a, a series, like like a, a mini series. I don't think it's going to be the whole show picking up again. Uh, you know, no, I think it's a mini series. But with that being said, Stephen Amell said he might come back for the Arrow as well. Oh, just to make the little... Uh, little like miniseries. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which reminds me, whatever happened to X-Files? It came back and it disappeared. It was a miniseries. Oh, was that's a mini-series. what it was? I thought yeah. I were picking it up it for... It miniseries. All right, continuing on. MK, MK11 released some gameplay of Rain. Did you see that? Rain? Freaking, like, the water and even the fatalities to do with water. I, I saw the trailer they released Rambo. What, Rambo? <laughs> Adrian! All right, continuing on. Star Trek Discovery Season 4 is announced. I don't know. You're a Trekkie, so yeah, you're probably excited for that. I, I, I haven't watched Season 2 yet. I saw Season 1, and I just completely went to Walking Dead. Yeah. So I got to wait to brush up. <laughs> Alrighty, and Ben Benguiat, I'm pretty much chopping up his name, legendary designer who created font used in Stranger Things, joins the departing class of 2020, passes away at 93. Uh, Joe Anthony Russo, Zack Snyder, and more signed letter asking Congress to bail out movie theaters. Countless businesses in this industries have been hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic as some businesses had to shut down completely for months and have only recently begun to re- slowly reopen their doors with some businesses still closed entirely in the interest of public safety. With movie theaters being one of the industries hit the hardest, various reports have emerged about independent movie theaters having to shut their doors due to the setbacks with even some of the biggest chains in the country also facing major financial hardships. With filmmakers like Joe and, and Anthony Russo, Zack Snyder, J.J. Abrams, Taika Watiti, Catherine Hardwick, and uh, more signing a letter in hopes of getting the government to bail out movie theaters facing financial hardships. The movie-going experience is essential to American life. The letter reads, 
Per deadline, 268 million people in North America went to the movies last year to laugh, cry, dream, and move and be moved together. Theaters are great unifiers where our nation's most talented storytellers showcase their cinematic accomplishments. Every aspiring filmmaker, actor, and producer dreams of bringing their art to the silver screen, an, irre an irreplaceable experience that represents the pinnacle of filmmaking achievement. So... Maybe we'll get a bailout and we'll still have movie theaters and stuff like that. But no matter what, uh, it's at the end. Continuing on, Lauren Cohen teases Maggie spinoff after The Walking Dead ends. We got so many shows coming up after The Walking Dead, so it's never, never really going to be ending. Kind of like uh, The Game of Thrones. Everybody was like, oh, The Game of Thrones ended. There's so many shows coming for Game of Thrones. It's freaking ridiculously ridiculous. Alrighty, continuing on, we're just going to jump right into the wrestling news. Um, it's just going to be me and Logan LeBeau talking a little bit of it. So I'm just going to go. Speaking of marriages for wrestling, we have Dave. Dave, so I'm going to segue with Dave that. Mastiff. Mastiff from um, UK. From NXT UK. Since you mentioned John Cena. Celebration, we should mention his celebration. Congratulations got, for the big man. He got married as well. Nobody knew. He literally went to the to the judge, got married. That's it. That's all the day. These people are video. just keeping it on the DL, with which is hand, awesome. His bride and his groomsmen, that was it. Alrighty, so we're gonna go right into the wrestling. You just said that uh, Raw. Kevin Owens defeated Aliester Black in a no disqualification match. Lars Sullivan crashed Miz TV. AJ Styles defeated Jeff Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match after Elias attacked Jeff Hardy. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke defeated Natalia and Lana. Angel Garza defeated Andrade. The Fiend and Alexa Bliss attacked Andrade and Zelina Vega, and that's what they did. The Double uh, Sister, Abigail. Sister Abigail's, which was pretty. And uh, speaking of that, Alexa Bliss released a tweet later on after that saying, Hello, Abby, I'm Alexa. Nice. So oh, I can't wait. That's pretty cool. Uh, Raw, Raw Tag Team Champions, The New Day, defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Lana won a dual brand battle royal to earn a raw women's championship opportunity where do you think that's going that that pissed me off right there i'm sorry she eliminated natalia that pissed me off that was her own her natalia partner. natalia should have won i think natalia like you said earlier not off the podcast natalia is the most underrated wrestler right now in the women division she's being pushed she, to the she, side she, because yeah. making moves for the other ones they, they they need to give her a big run so she could pass the torch down because right now they're giving everything to the new people, and I don't think that's going to work. Well, I mean, Lana's pretty old, so she's probably going to, you know. Continuing on, Drew McIntyre confronted Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton couldn't be separated because they were beating the ever-living crap at yep. each other. Uh, we're going to go down the the Raw, uh, I mean, the, the draft. Uh, draw round, I mean, draft round one for Raw was uh, The Fiend, Randy Orton, and Charlotte. They got moved up to Raw. SmackDown, Raw one, round one. SmackDown round one is um we have Bailey and the Street Profits. They got moved to SmackDown. SmackDown. Um, Raw round two: Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, and Jeff Hardy. SmackDown round two: We stole Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. Nice. Raw round three: Retribution, Keith Lee, and Alexa Bliss. SmackDown round three. Sorry, you could keep Retribution. We got the King, Cameron. King Corbin. King Corbin. Oops. Oh my God. Corbin. And Lars Sullivan, the freak. Lars Sullivan, the master. Uh, Raw round four. Elias, Lacey Evans, Sheamus. SmackDown Raw 
round we four. Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura and the true Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. Nice. Raw round five, Nikki Cross, R-Truth, and Dabakato. SmackDown round five. We have the Apollo Crews. And last but not least for me, the most devastating tag team, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Oh, they're both in there? Yes. Uh, didn't I say that? I thought I said that. Okay. Uh, round Raw, round six, Titus O'Neil, Peyton Royce, and Tozawa. And we got Smackdown round six. We got the newly renovated Carmella and Aleister Black. The bump round seven. These guys were like really disrespected by putting them on the bump. Oh, yeah. Lana, Riddick Ross, Arturo Russo. And finally, the, the bump round seven. The Riot Squad. And I say it again, poor Natalia. That's insane. So, do you have anything to add for Raw this past week? Well, let's go, Bray Wyatt and. And Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I, I that when that happened, I freaked. I yeah. called my brother. I pa- I had live TV. I paused it. I I went I went crazy. Yes. Because that clip alone, when the lights went off and you saw Alexa Bliss and not the fiend. Yes. I went ape shit. I went. I just went crazy. I love that storyline. I love the fact that they're both on Raw. I love how they kept it. I love it. Well, here's hoping. Here's good luck to all of them. NXT, the Undisputed Era defeats Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan to become number one contenders to the NXT tag titles. Uh, Jake Atlas defeated Ashanti the Adonis. Johnny Gargano defeats Austin Theory. Candice LeRae defeats Shotzi Blackheart, becoming number one contender to the NXT Women's Championship. Tony Storm defeats Aaliyah. Imperium defeats Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. NXT North American Champion Damian Priest defeats Dexter Loomis. Do you have anything to add to that? NXT, not really. No, I, I didn't watch it this week, and AEW, I didn't watch it this Wednesday because I was busy with work. Yes, yes. But I will always say Undisputed Era needs the titles because they are the dominant team right now. They're legitimately, all four members are well-rounded wrestlers. Yes. Even though I hate to say Roderick Strong, I, I don't like him, but he's a well-rounded wrestler. So all four of them with the title, again, I would love to see Nice. I would love to see it again. Alrighty, speaking of AEW, I'm just going to go right into it. Just uh, mention uh, the highlights. Uh, AEW FTR versus Best Friends for the AEW Tag Team Championships. On AEW Dynamite, FTR defeats Best Friends. Miro and Kip Sapien versus Sean Maluda and Lee Johnson. Miro and Kip Sapien defeat Sean Maluda and Lee Johnson. Uh, MJF's makes MJF makes an, a huge announcement, which <laughs> he wanted to join the inner circle. Oh, seriously? He asked Jericho. He's like, "Hey, we never fought, but you know, we sell tickets, both let's, of us. Let's do this. So let's join together." So what did uh, what I don't know? I didn't see the full clip yet. I I fell asleep on that clip. I literally fell asleep on that clip. I I can't. I, if he does join, it's crazy. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT Championship, which ended on a draw. Yeah. Uh, who will compete to earn the right to challenge for the AEW Tag Team Champions? Private Party, Silver and Reynolds, The Butcher and the Blade, and the Young Bucks. 
Hikaru Shida, I think she's so hot, uh, versus Big Swole for the uh, for the AEW Women's Championship. Hikaru Shida defeats Big Swole. And finally, John Moxley versus Lance Archer in a no disqualification match for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley defeats Lance Archer. Yo, John Moxley has been the champion forever since this thing opened. No, I know no, that it was, it was, Jericho. It was Jericho, but then he defeated him, and it's been it's since been 1982. Nobody has been able. I think Lance Archer might be the one to take him down. They're shooting people outside. <laughs> All right, continuing on. NXT UK, the bomber, Dave Mastiff, congratulations against defeats Joseph Connors in the Heritage Cup first round match, which nobody gives a damn. Piper Niven defeats Isla Dawn. Again, Isla Dawn is so hot. Il Il Ilja. Ilya Dragunov and Pete Dunn defeat Walter and Alexander Wolf. Again, NXT UK, just honorable mentions. Look, I'm sorry, um, was, Imperium is just like the Undisputed Era. They should keep winning matches. I don't know why they have them losing. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we will not be mentioned in 205 Live because obviously nobody really cares. Uh, continuing on, uh, SmackDown had very, there was a lot of talking, less uh, matches. But we did have Lars Sullivan who defeated Jeff Hardy. Boo. The New Day defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and yes. Cesaro and Sheamus. New Day had a farewell match because obviously we know that, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Big E got Big e. drafted. Uh, the Street Profits defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode which, by disqualification. SmackDown Tag Team Champion match. Yep, which I, I'm happy it was disqualification because I really want Dolph and Robert to win the titles. I love Street Profit, but SmackDown, in order for them to get ratings, they need the heels to have the titles. True. Uh, continuing on, and the last match of the day, Roman Reigns defeats Braun Strowman in a Universal Championship match. Uh, I feel bad for Braun, Braun Strowman because honestly, like... I don't think we'll ever get... Uh, <laughs> he was a filler champion. When Roman came back, that was it. But he got a chance. I mean, um, I guess they looked at what he was capable of. And they didn't see what they thought that he would bring. Yep. Alrighty, continuing on. Becky Lynch has been away from the WWE ever since she confirmed her pregnancy on Raw episode of May 11th. Uh, Becky Lynch relinquished the Raw Women's Championship and handed it over to Asuka before going to, on a hiatus. Becky Lynch is expected to give birth in December, but when can we see her back inside the WWE ring? A new report from WrestlingNews.co has revealed that Vince McMahon is hoping to is hoping for Becky Lynch to be ready to return by January and February to kickstart a storyline with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's back. A WWE source close to the situation told WrestlingNews.co that the Be that the Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey feud is still on track and the singles match between the two former Raw Women's Champions would be the main event in WrestleMania 37. The source was quoted as saying that the follow the, the quote was following. Vince is hoping to to for Becky to be back in Jan in January or February, which doesn't really give them much time if she gives birth in December. It's pretty crazy. January and February to start one on one feud with Ronda. Many possibilities could or of course change WWE's current plan for the woman mentioned above. For the women's mentioned above, Vince McMahon is reportedly adamant about having the fans back for WrestleMania 37, and he believes that having Ronda Rousey versus Becky at the WWE Thunderdome isn't an option. The source added the following, Vince wants WrestleMania to be in the show. 
that says WWE's back. We can't do Becky versus Ronda in the Thunderdome with no fans. He wants the fans back, and they will be back by the time Mania rolls around. And the final bit of news for WWE... WWE Raw Underground has been canceled. Everybody's going nuts for that because this was one of the worst things to ever come to the WWE. So um, do you have anything to add to any of these things that I just mentioned? Uh, No, but I do have to add on that Rey Mysterio is actually happy that he's back on SmackDown. He says it's home for him. Yeah, because he's been there forever. Yep, and Dominic is, he's still speculating that he will wear a mask. Which I find weird because he already had a couple of matches without the mask. He's been seen without the mask. But WWE wants to put him in a mask. and Because they want to keep the, the thing alive. There's two different names that he might go by. Rey Mysterio trademarked a name, Prince Mysterio, for him to use. Yeah. But WWE trademarked Dominic. Just Dominic by itself. It, without the case. Spelled completely different. Kind of like Shorty G. Yeah. Worst so name ever. So we don't know what they're doing with Dom, uh, Dominic Mysterio. But whatever they're doing, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they don't put the mask on him. Yes. Because WCW, they messed up by taking off the mask from Mysterio and WWE brought him back with the mask. I'm sorry. We already saw him without the mask. What's the point of bringing him back with the mask? He already lost respect from, you know, because that's the culture. Once you lose your mask, that's it. Weren't you saying that, what's his name? The, the original Sin Cara. He accidentally released his, he took off his mask. Well, he doesn't really know he about Sin Cara. Oh, he, he was on a live Instagram, turned away, stepped out off a of frame, went to do something, and didn't realize that he forgot to shut off his Instagram. He took off his mask. Oh, my in God. In front of the camera. These are, these are luchadores. Luchadores, yeah, they, they yeah, need they the mask. Can't take it off, Even when you step outside of the So, wait, who got their mask? Sin Cara. He's what? Sin Cara. He's what to Rey Mysterio? Nothing. He's nothing. nothing. He's, he's, he's he was, but he was in the WWE. You don't do that stuff. And then... Wait, he was planned, scripted, or he not? turned away, turned around, he got a shot, and he ended up. But oh, it got shoot. out. He got it, out. It, it was it was bad. Like what not, I have no idea what happened. And then as well, not a lot of people know that just happened. Principe Arius just passed away at the age of twenty six during a match. He had a heart attack. Wow. Oh, that's the thing that you said. Wait, wait, lie? No, he sent he sent us the video where the guy just passes away on the, uh, and, and, and then he has a heart attack and right dies. Now, yeah, right now. Oh, they, they, wow, pretty that's crazy. so sad, man. Well, they ain't only wrestler. Wrestler also died. Ray Mysterio accidentally killed the wrestler. Yeah, acc- well, he didn't kill him. The yeah, guy died. He the guy died because he, he was gonna do the six one nine, and the guy was already dead. He had his neck torn. Oh, seriously? Wow. Alrighty, and with that, we go into our review section of the of the podcast. And with, after that, we call it a day. Um, I'll start it off. Uh, just recently, I finished off Harley Quinn Season 2. Harley Quinn has taken down the Joker and Gotham City is finally hers for the taking whatever's left of it that is. Gotham has become a desolate wasteland left in ruins following the huge earthquake caused by the collapse of the Joker's tower. Harley's celebration in this newly created chaos is cut short when Penguin, Bane, Mr. Freeze, the Riddler, and Two-Face join forces to restore to restore order in the criminal underworld calling themselves the Injustice League this group now stands in the way of Harley and her crew from taking sole control of 
Gotham at the top villains of the city. So uh, obviously, I'm a big Harley Quinn fanatic. This was awesome. Uh, looks like season three is gonna deal with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy having a lesbian relationship because obviously what? that's that's where they left it off. Um, I kind of got bothered by it, but you know what? Everything's going I, in that route. I, I, so. I didn't get bothered by it because they, they're like it's actually, the comics. Well, they what? really weren't. They always hinted at it, but now they're having sex. No, but I, I loved Kite Man, man. Yeah, Kite Man yeah, was yeah. dope. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, what have you been watching? Uh, so, of course, I guys, uh, it's come to an end. I finished my Degrassi marathon. I finished the Degrassi in the next class and Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of at a you know a peak I'm where I'm trying to find something new to watch. But I went back to an old series that I'm not done yet watching, The Vampire Diary season six. So check it out. I'm gonna let you guys know what I think. Degrassi was amazing. Check it out. It's a great uh, storyline from the 1980s all yes, the way to the current yes, uh, yes. to the uh, the year 2017. Uh, and Vampire Diaries is a great show. It's, it has eight seasons. I'm gonna finish watching that and the originals. Also, I started Hellstrom. I don't know if any of you finished it, but uh, it was a great show. So I'm, uh, I'm going to keep watching and let you guys know what uh, how it goes next week. For me, I am officially caught up with Fear of the Walking Dead. I have to start the new season that just came out. And right now, since I have nothing to watch, I'm going to start Hellstrom. Yes. I'm going to start that. So let's see. Yeah, it's great. Alrighty. it's great. So I guess you guys are pretty much limited on what you guys have seen this week. Um, have you seen anything to this week besides? Actually, I have. Besides coming up with freaky random uh, quotes and stuff. What? Actually, I have. Even though I've already seen it, but since they actually brought it back to you, uh, Hulu, I've actually, uh, you know, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Dragon Super, Super guys. It's, it's, it's in Hulu. I already watched it from the beginning mm. to the end. Amazing episodes, amazing show. I just wish that you know they're hurry up with the others. You know, how many episodes is there? Uh, see, this is different. You know, nah. I, I, if, you're, if you're a Dragon Ball fan and you follow up before, you, you know, you do know that they have sagas. Unfortunately, Super didn't really have sagas. Would be interpreted as seasons. Yeah. Well, in this case, I'm saying saga. Uh, <laughs> usually, they'll have like a cutoff episode of when it was going to finish. Unfortunately, it doesn't. This actually, the whole Super has 131 episodes. Which I saw all of them. But it's, it's badass. Yeah, I mean, it's... The whole storyline is completely yes. Yes. unparalleled. Yes. So, uh, Logan Laveau and, you know, um, Gus J. Soros. You guys got to get on that? If you have nothing to watch and if you're friends of anime, you haven't seen watch it? it. I'm a fairy tale person. I'm sorry. Oh, fairy tales. Alrighty, continuing on, uh, Doom Patrol Season 2. I saw Doom Patrol Season 2. Following the defeat of Mr. Nobody, the heroes found themselves mini-sized and stranded on Cliff's toy race car race car track. They began to deal with their feelings of betrayal by Niles Calder, aka the Chief, while confronting them their personal baggage as each member faced the challenge of growing beyond their own past traumatic experiences they realized they must come together to embrace and protect the newest member of the family dorothy spinner which i loved now's daughter whose uh, powers remain a mysterious as mysterious as but real threat to bringing on the end of the world I also saw Stargirl Season 1. Stargirl is a television series based on the DC Comics character Stargirl. It made its digital debut on DC Universe on May 18, 2020 with the 13th episode's first season. The series made a CW debut on May 19, 2020. Additionally, every episode of Stargirl is available to stream on the CW's free digital platforms following a broadcast on the CW Network. By far the best 
see uh, um um uh superhero DC uh car show. Man, in your opinion, and my yo, I don't give a damn. All the CW shows suck compared to this. Birds of prey. Birds of no, prey. No, get out of here with that. Birds crap. of prey. Get out of here. This man. show that was, was amazing. Show. No, all right, no, continue. It's amazing. I agree. It's amazing. amazing. Continuing on, Lucifer season five, part one. Chloe deals with the absence of Lucifer in her life, only for his twin brother Michael to arrive and turn the lives of everyone close to Lucifer upside down. Had enough to force Lucifer to leave hell. At the same time, Ella has something. Good happen in her life, and Maze begins having an existential crisis. I gotta say, Lucifer season five, that finale episode where the big fight sequence happens between Michael, Lucifer, Abin, and Dale, and then you finally see God appear. I was like, oh my god, the wings! Yeah, the guy from the commercials, but the wings when they all, yo, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna fight, (laughs) and the wings. I'm like, what the hell? Is that their power? It's funny because the arch angle, uh, angle, angel, the arc angel, yeah, the arc angle, I guess the arc angle, the arch arc angle, arc angel, arc angel, arc angel. I thought his wings would be as white as Lucifer's. They're all black. I know. Uh-huh. This, is, this is sinister. And finishing up my uh, DC catch-up marathon, uh, The Boys Season 2, in hiding, Huey, Mother's Milk, Frenchie, and Kimiko try to adjust to a new normal with Butcher nowhere to be found. Meanwhile, Starlight must navigate her place in the Seven as Homelander sets his sights on taking complete control. His power is threatened with the addition the addition of Stormfront and social media savvy New Soup, who has an agenda of her own. On top of that, the supervillain threat takes center stage and makes uh, waves at Vault, seeks to capitalize the nation's paranoia. This show has gone beyond what I expected. What a good show. Uh, the last movie that I saw, which I just finished watching because of you, uh, Love and Monsters. Uh, what's his name? Dylan? I forgot the guy's name. Uh, the guy from Maze Runner. He freaking yeah. is a wimp. And he can't, he's afraid to go out because of all the monsters, but everybody tells him, don't worry, you're not going to go. Everybody's pairing up in this colony. And he remembers with some, he hooks up with some girl that moves on to another colony and he wants to go look for her and all this stuff. So he makes an attempt to go out into the world. You start seeing all these CGI different yeah. monsters. What, did you see it? No, yeah. It's on my, it's on, it's on the unmentionable. It was actually pretty good. Um, pretty interesting. But uh, this is one of those, it felt a lot like warm bodies. And Twilight and all that stuff. So it's one of those lovey-dovey movies, but um, it, it's it, it should have been a series. Like I mean, I guess this is a book series. You think it would have been better? I think because the thing is, it just uh, as I watched the end, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I learned so much stuff as I went along. But the thing is, it's it's only an hour and some change movie. So it's like, how much can you have learned? You know, you got you run into Michael Rooker and a couple other characters in there, but you see these the CGI monsters are pretty dope and all that stuff. So I mean, I. Just kept thinking that the dog was gonna get eaten, um, and uh, the last bit of uh, of our podcast is the book review, which is one book. Miss Hannah is bananas by Dan Gutman. Uh, good for your kids. Uh, in the fourth book of my of the my weird school series, second grader AJ and his friends learn all about art from a teacher who wears a dress made of potholders and doesn't believe in throwing anything away. 
Uh, it was a pretty cute uh, book, again, for kids. Uh, uh, it can help them read. You, the words are really big, all that stuff. So I'm always recommending all types of books uh, for all types of people. Alrighty, and with that, what we have something to say. I mean, do comics count? Is this yes. Part? Okay, so um, I'm trying to catch up with the Joker War. I'm on part two of the Joker War Batman storyline, and it's it's. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I uh, definitely give it a read. It's a great. I think there it's number eighty six or eighty seven of the whole storyline of the latest Batman series, and it has to do a lot with Punchline taking over the criminal justice system in Gotham. And, you know, Joker's just a chaotic man. He loves the idea of somebody hunting his own men, the new uh, the new serial killer known as the, cl- the Clown Hunter. I, be- I believe he's going to be People the... People are celebrating the 4th I'm, I'm sorry, there's fireworks going on outside for some reason. These guys always do this. Anyways, um... So the idea of the clown hunter in the in, in Joker War is it's amazing. I think Batman. It's, it's just an opinion of mine. I'm speculating that eventually Batman is gonna look at the clown hunter kid and take this guy under his wing. He's kind of like the new Jason Todd of the Batman's uh, Batman, you know, uh, kind of mythos. series mythos. And I think it's gonna go a long way with Clown Hunter. He's eventually gonna take off that mask and fin, fin, uh, do, do what he did, just like with Jason Todd. So we're gonna see what happens. Alrighty, guys, and with that, we come to another episode closing. <laughs> uh, I am Dave D. Saint. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter. You can find me on uh, Snapchat. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook as Dave underscore D underscore Saint. Dave, I repeat that, Dave underscore D underscore Saint, or maybe just Dave D. Saint or David Santiago. You'll find me. So, guys, drop your links. Dusty Swell 777 as always you can find me on Instagram under that, under that tag or as Augustine J Square on Facebook no matter what just give me a, a, a friend request and I'll, and I'll friend request you back Instagram and Facebook and also PlayStation you could find me Logan LeBeau or Logan6336 LeBeau and the last but not least of the nights the sexiest man alive you'll find me on Instagram and and TikTok as Phantoms underscore mask you may call me Phantoms mask you can call me anything you like except bunny Okay. Take care, man. Uh, Guys, remember, wash your hands, wear those masks, because we really want to get out of this pandemic. I am sick and tired of this crap. And all we hear is cases going back up. So um, you guys aren't doing what you're supposed to. So wash them hands. Stay six feet apart. Uh, Follow the guidelines, please. And uh, take care. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye.